1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Dedrick Boyata is not fit to wear the Celtic jersey in the eyes of some But it was the defender who got the winner against Hamilton yesterday Peter Hartley got the last laugh at Fir Park As he rescued a dramatic draw against Rangers And Alex McLeish names his Scotland squad for upcoming games against Belgium and Albania It is a Monday evening, I'm Gordon Duncan And I'm pleased to say joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans If you think a man is
2: unworthy of your club's jersey You are entitled to say so. If you think no man wearing your club's jersey should ever be booed, no matter what he has done, then unconditional support is all right as well. Dedrick Boyata has done wrong at Celtic by withdrawing his labour when the club most needed him. But if his apology is good enough for Brendan Rodgers, that is the end of the matter. And at the end of the day, for all of us When the shouting and bawling stops There's always a reminder That we tread a delicate line Gipwell Craig Levine Removed to hospital this morning And still there tonight A speedy recovery And best wishes From all on Super Scoreboard
1: Craig Well said Hugh Evans, Alex Ray It was another dramatic yeah. Exciting weekend Of Scottish football and I just wonder what odds you would have got on Peter Hartley and Dedrick Boyata Scoring big goals after the week that they've had
3: Yeah you tend to find that that happens Gordon You know uh, a wee bit of controversy during the week And uh, both of them come up with important goals Rangers losing two points the last kick of the the ball uh, Celtic back to winning ways uh, St Mirren seen some of the footage of the weekend Worrying times there Hearts three in the bounce And I, I'd like to reiterate what uh, Hugh said A uh, speedy recovery to big Craig Levine
1: 0141 951 1025 That's the number you need to get involved on the phones You can of course tweet at Clyde SSB as well Loads to get through Every weekend there's loads to get through Because Scottish football simply never fails to deliver Let's start with uh, Brendan Rogers, Who says it was an easy decision to bring back Dedrick Boyata Into the Celtic starting 11 The Belgian of course went on to score the winner in the 1-0 win against Hamilton Now Rogers says there are no plans to sell the defender Before the window closes on Friday and he won't criticize the green brigade section for the banner claiming that Bayata wasn't fit to wear the jersey.
4: Well it was pretty easy because we've been waiting and because he's he showed like he showed today he, he cruised the game today because he's you know he's a top class player and, and we're not a squad that uh, like I say uh, can do without a player of that that quality. But he made his commitment to the team you know, and, and he was there for his teammates. I thought it was first class, and it's just ironic that he uh, that he got the goal. You know, it's not been an easy time for us all, really, in relation to that matter. But when we come back from uh, the, the the European game, we obviously had a couple of days where we spoke a lot, and we knew there was a direction. It was a watershed moment, really. We had to go one or two ways, and. Uh, and, and the players and the staff—we all come out of that, knowing the direction that we wanted to go in. You never know how the game works, but we'll, we'll, we'll see this week. But I'm not planning for for, for anything other than, than Dedrick being here. I'd have preferred a different reaction, but I'm not going to criticise the supporters. I'll give credit to to Dedrick and how he cope with it. And I think you've seen the reaction from probably three quarters of the the ground. And like I said before, you know, whenever you're trying to redeem yourself, sometimes it takes a bit of time. You know, naturally supporters, you know, and the real passionate supporters, they look for that commitment in a player. It's not always about ability. It's the uh, the the commitment when the player pulls on the shirt. And I always knew that if Dedrick puts on the shirt, he, uh, he he'll be he'll be first class. So um, so like I say, the reaction uh, of three quarters of the the stadium plus his teammates. I think we see we're all together. And uh, and like I say. You, you do your talking on the pitch
2: If I could give you a sense of perspective I was at the game yesterday It wasn't a blood-cuddling demonstration Against uh, Derek Bayata. The banner was unequivocal But uh, what went on Me we had my five-year-old grandson with me it Didn't put him off his chocolate Let me tell you uh, <laughs> So after about 20 minutes It all petered out And Brendan Rogers is correct He, Bayata cruised through the match Hamilton, other than a shot in the first minute, which Craig Gordon did well to save, had nothing to offer really. Uh but Celtic still not firing in all cylinders and it took Dedrick Boyata to get the goal and
1: get the three points. Right, Celtic fans, quite simple. Do you agree with the banner? Should Dedrick Boyata be nowhere near the team, or is it quite simple? As long as he's on the field, you'll give him your backing. Which one is it? O one four one nine five one one oh two five. Alex what we learned if you watch the game And you watch the celebration It's certainly, yes. as Brendan Rodgers alluded to It certainly looks like the players don't have a problem With Dedrick Boyata
3: No, I think uh, the majority of the players showed What they feel about the situation They, they embraced him um, it's, it's, it's a fascinating situation uh, From a manager's point of view It's a no-brainer uh, For me, he's the number one centre-half I've been saying this for the, the last few weeks To the guys on this show uh, They've struggled defensively so for him, to, Brendan Rogers to then put him in, I can totally see that from a practical point of view. From the club's point of view, are they willing to swallow £9 million when they don't have an adequate replacement? Because that is not the model that Celtic adopt. You know, they usually buy someone cheap, sell them as, as big as possible. And to pass up £9 million, I'm surprised that they've not got an, enough options in their recruitment uh, department to try and get someone in and get this out because the situation will rumble on there's no two ways about mm-hmm. it if he makes a mistake against rangers if it does come to that at the weekend then the 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 supporters the, the I think it was a green brigade that were remonstrating with yeah. the banner they'll be as vocal as ever but um it th- fair play to the boy he's come out he's defended it he was he cruised through the game and he also scored the goal now Going back to the celtic thing you were speaking yeah. to one of my close friends yesterday about the game he says it was very pedestrian uh-huh. the defense have come commander Severe Criticism And rightly so they've, they've been poor Some of the goals That they've, they've shipped But they're not firing In the final third era Gordon You know You look at the, the, the Forward options And they've got plenty of them
2: All the players were there Rogic had a Terrific first half I, I felt um, You know But they're all there Griffiths Dembele Callum McGregor James Forrest But They need this Rangers game I think They need the Rangers game To jog their memory because for the last two seasons They have lit up Scottish football Won six domestic trophies on the bounds Had a, an invincible season In Brendan Rodgers' first season at the club But they're not replicating that kind of form I think they need the Rangers game To jog
1: their memory So are you backing the banner Or are you backing the player 01419511025 If you'd rather tweet to are At Clyde SSB Stephen's in Whitburn Hi Stephen uh,
5: Good evening guys Hello um, I'm I'm on the the side of uh, Um I know that a lot of Celtic I know it's split a lot of Celtic fans. Um, I'm not as as you say, you know, the Green Brigade have entitled to their opinion on on the player, and uh, if they want to put a banner up, then so be it. Um, but I would never boo a, a Celtic player as soon as he crossed the white line and had a hoop jersey on. I would never boo a, a player. You know, I might. Be you know annoyed at a player and get angry at a player because he's, he's maybe not playing to his his abilities or whatever. But as soon as he crosses the white line, um, he's a Celtic player in my eyes. And I think that in the past, Celtic there's been Celtic players that have done uh, maybe worse. Um, the three amigos spring to mind. The uh, when he first signed for Celtic. And uh, I think that I think uh, Boyal. Maybe had his head turned a little bit after his, uh, he, he was good in the World Cup. These three games that he played, he uh, didn't concede a goal with Belgium when he was at the back. Um, so he maybe he thought a bigger team was going to come in. You know, a bigger team, we'll put in inverted commas, was maybe going to come in from Maybe his agent was whispering in his ear. Uh, I, I'm not sure if the player was uh, refused to play or if he was injured. You know, we really don't know what, what, what was going on. But I think you've seen with the Celtic players' reaction when Boyata scored. Uh, Craig Gordon running the length of the park to go up and congratulate him. I think the boy has apologised for his actions. I think the Celtic players have accepted that. And I think Brendan Rodgers accepted that. And that is good enough for me, uh, for a player to be picked. And he put in a solid performance. I thought he was man of the match uh, uh, over Dembele. So I'm on the side
3: of uh, a Celtic mm. player of, uh, of, well, player of Hugh, I, I, Hugh,
1: let me ask you this. What's your gut telling you at the moment? Do you think this was a, a parting gift from Dedrick Boyata, or is this the start of a, a road back where he becomes a regular Celtic player again?
2: I think if Celtic were offered fantastic money between now and Friday they would surely be tempted to take it. Um, but Stephen will have heard me say at the start of the programme I also say to supporters like Stephen who believe in unconditional support yeah you're, you're right but you can't deny people the chance to say uh, in our opinion he's unworthy of the jersey because Dedrick Boyata has done wrong and it was Brendan Rodgers in Athens who said yeah he was fit to play just didn't make himself available uh, so it's a complex situation I, I still think if Celtic got a fantastic offer they might be tempted unless Brendan Rodgers actually says to Peter Lawwell Unless I get a replacement in by Friday How can you mm. allow the club To do without Dedrick Boyata When the next league game is against Rangers
1: is there, and, and by the way this obviously didn't happen yesterday So perhaps my question's already been answered But mm. I know what you're saying But of course fans have got the right And they think Boyata's done wrong So why not hold up a banner and tell them Is there a danger though that that can Be detrimental to the player's performance And ultimately the team's performance And therefore make it more difficult for your team to perform in the way you want them to I'm not a psychologist But he, he gave Give me, it a bash he, Come he, on but
2: you No no, no I, was, I was about to say <laughs> I was about to say I'm not a psychologist But He did look To that area of the ground Once or twice As if to say I'm oh, not happy with this And when he scored he, There was no flicker of celebration uh, And it, As someone remarked Unkindly at the time Alec, Craig Gordon only ran all that distance Because he had nothing else to do
3: Just you seen On this uh, This saga. See if you look at the Because we've been quite vocal on the show In terms of him withdrawing his labour for them games Yeah That would suggest that the boy is desperate to get out the door Otherwise yeah. he would not have went into that action And where is he at this stage Now we're talking about the club We're talking about the manager We're talking about supporters But where is the boy in all this? Is he going to be comfortable Having made all this noise And uh-huh. the, these actions And then with to say right, Okay, let's put that Part that and then See it out See his contract no, out, He
1: might have to That's that's the yeah, bottom line I, I know that Gordon yeah. But
3: I'm talking about From a mental point of view Because we keep talking about he's, He was fit and all that But mentally This is bound to have an impact as well on the, He's all a you know.
2: Well as I say he, he, he was a subdued figure He got through the game He did his work properly uh, And in a highly professional manner uh, He cruised the game As Brendan Rogers said But he, he cut a kind of Subdued figure With regard to Craig Gordon Flippancy aside Craig Gordon, like every other player, knows that if it was them in Dedrick Boyata's shoes, they might turn a bit militant as well. Uh, So I think that's why he's got the the unconditional support of all his teammates. But it's a messy situation for Celtic and it remains a messy situation. Mm. Uh, If he goes on Friday, there'll have to be a replacement and otherwise...
1: It'll get messier still Because the manager Will be unhappy then Thank you to Stephen In Whitburn, 01419511025 To get involved On Twitter At Clyde SSB Alan McCauley says No player should be booed Or have a banner protest While they're on the pitch For your team During the 90 minutes We are there to support The team yesterday And Bayata Was part of That team John's in Proven Mill What do you make of it John?
6: Hi good evening Gordon How you doing Alex? Good How doing? Doing. Hello How are you? Uh, Silky fans You know Gordon I think I would a was it last week or uh, whatever? Uh, Hugh, I said to you about the the agent going up to the park and all that? I disagreed with all that, uh-huh. which I still do. The agent shouldn't have been at the training ground. No, I'm not behind uh, Derek Boyata. I think. Listen, see at the end of the day, we all have our, our rants and the spit the dummy out and all that. I'm um, welcoming back we open arms the old man's team basically because he's a player. I think he's a great defender. a day, Brendan Roger thinks the same as well. <clears throat> But I'm saying, I think he'll stay here. I think maybe this is a psychological thing for him. I think this might be reverse, actually. Might the, the reverse for Celtic. I think he might actually sign and extend his contract. I think he'll be here by Friday. And Celtic will bring players in. I'm no doubt this week they'll bring players in to compliment but, but And I think, well, I think if, if my just happy to bring him into the team, so am I. And again, he scored a winner. Stay stay lots as well from yesterday. So we've got important uh, games coming up, as you know. we have got the Rangers game on Sunday. You need guys like Boyata at the back. Alex will tell you. I mean
2: I can, I can offer a, you I can offer you one guarantee. If Boyata's still there and plays against Rangers next Sunday, there'll be no banners. <laughs> They'll all be right behind <laughs> them. Oh. Uh so you know that it's an awkward situation for Celtic, but it's one that Boyata can overcome if Celtic decided they cannot sell him But you have to be clear on one thing Dedrick Boyata was offered a contract extension Held off, held off Because he wanted to have a, a good World Cup With Belgium Because he knew that would increase his profile And therefore his market value And then when Celtic turned down Good money Great money I think for Dedrick Boyata Then uh, he and his agent Went into Huff And then we had all the business at Lennox Town And the, Derek Boyata not playing in two European matches And remember, crucial matches One that had Champions League survival at stake And the other that had the Europa League group stages at stake So he's not blameless, he's not flawless But if those who support Celtic say There must never be criticism of a Celtic player when he's on the park I have no objection to that should
3: see listen to that i agree with the majority one of the things that i keep re- referring back to is what the agent said about broken promises mm-hmm. and for a player to react like that again i would like even celtic to have someone to come out and front the agent what were these broken promises do you know what i mean because it seems to have been missed in the whole thing uh-huh. because we're, we're coming To a, a assertions that he was injured and he down tools And he was fit and so we're not the lot of it's unclear but going back to John's, John's point there, John, you spoke about you probably need three or four, I've been saying the last few weeks, a lot of people are being excited because it's, we it were 21 days, we sat in here in the studio a few weeks ago, I said, most certainly Celtic will get business done, Brendan Rodgers said last week, three or four to get done by a week's time, so I think there'll most certainly be business done between now and Friday, uh, uh, for me they need a right back, because this, this back three at the moment's they're the, the lethargic, they're... They're not passing the ball With a tempo That they have done In the last two years Probably another centre half A replacement for Stuart Armstrong uh, They're the kind of positions mm. I feel as if Celtic can uh, enhance
1: Just before we let you go John What about the performance yesterday I know it's been a bit of a frustrating Week in a bit for Celtic So for you Was it all about Just getting the three points And getting out of there Or did you come away a bit Disappointed at how flat it was at times
6: No Gordon, see at the end of the day uh, Like you know, I guess, like play ugly football, and still get result. I'm happy. It's all about results. It's about three points in the board for me. I, I think Celtic, will take you know, uh, Alex. I'll ask you, mate. Right, you, you're next uh, professional football player, and you're, and you're a decent player. You know what I mean, a good player. Now, see your your team's flat, like that, Alex. But see, you can you got another gear that you got there. Yeah. You can use it. it. It's quite good to have that, Alex. Is it not? You know yourself. Listen, you can you can step up a gear, like yeah. right, against Rangers, I think you'll see. A different team Basically Alex I, think I mean I'm not saying Celtic are going to win that match or, uh, uh, Any that, matter that means. what What I'm saying is I think uh, Celtic's got gears there They can use Alex I think the flat Just for the Gordon That was flat But no I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. With the three points But I think They can uh, turn it on when, when they need to
3: Listen I think uh, Listen see when you were Watching football Three points is all the supporters won, but Having seen the way Celtic have played In the last few years Having team meetings Last week and saying They're trying to iron things out that would suggest that they're no comfortable with what's actually going on on the pitch and they'll look at it and, and as Hugh says, yeah. kickstart their season. Yeah.
1: It was a six goal thriller at Firth Park yesterday. What a game, plenty to discuss from that one. 1419511025 nine five one one oh two five. We'll look into Motherwell against Rangers next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Hugh
1: Evans and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call if you want to have your say. You can also tweet us. At Clyde SSB. Uh, We've been talking about Dedrick Boyata. Reagan Stevenson's on, says, far from happy with his antics in the last few weeks, but I don't agree with the banner or the booing. And behind every Celtic player when they put the shirt on, I trust Rogers made the right decision. Everyone should move on, especially with such a big week ahead. Rangers fans, Motherwell fans, this might be a good time for you to get involved. 0141 951 1025. It was um, quite an afternoon. At Park uh, Yeah, let's hear from Stephen Gerrard He says that losing A last minute equaliser Is a bitter pill to swallow But he says It won't affect his players Ahead of a big week The Rangers boss says They need to work on set pieces And says he will take the blame If making a last minute Defensive substitution Led to the goal
7: Yeah, bitterly disappointed With the, the timing Of the equaliser Obviously hurts That little bit more When it comes that late You're a set piece away From taking maximum points Against tough opposition So um, Yeah to one to I, think, I thought we defended very well to their style in, in open play for the majority of the game but we haven't defended anywhere near good enough on, on set plays Being done twice today obviously the first one's an unlucky goal I've, I've been there myself feel for Connor on that one got off to a bad start in the game but then showed really good character and some really good football to get back in the game some good goals as well so pleased with that aspect and how we defended in general play but we've got work to do defending set plays for sure we can't feel sorry for ourselves uh, today we've got ourselves to blame. Yeah, we've shot ourselves in the foot in terms of defending our plays, and you can't give teams gifts like that. Uh, otherwise, it becomes very difficult. So yeah, I mean, we have to bounce back. We've got two really big games coming up. It's my job now to make sure that we don't have a hangover from dropping two points today, and we're prepared as well as we can for for Thursday first and foremost, and then obviously back in the league at the weekend. Because they had four, five big. Big units on there. You know, I've got a defender sitting behind me who's close to six foot three. And with all due respect to Avi, I thought he was really good today again. Lee Wallace was a lot better at defending set pieces than Avi. So that was the thinking behind it. If I've got it wrong, I'll take the blame, no problem.
2: Well, very honest of him. Uh, in every regard, speaking about Conor Goldson slipping. I mean, Stephen has one of the most famous slips of all time. And he brought it up himself there. So that's very honest of him. I'm not sure, I've read everything today about it's a, a a lesson you learn as a kid when you're playing football Don't make a substitution as you're about to defend a set piece Does it necessarily follow that bringing Wallace on was the reason that Rangers conceded the third goal? I'm not sure
3: No, not at all um, It was James Tavernier's man here and he just ran off the back of him And regardless if you've made a substitution at that stage in in the game he should have learned From his earlier mistake I know it was more zonal In the first half But defensively You have to be switched on And I think that's One of the key things well, The biggest disappointment For me yesterday was Having come from two behind to Two separate times wow. Within the game They managed to get a lead The second half At the half time you're, you're thinking What a game this is It's got a lot of goals It's a lot of action Players slipping Players not marking Good counter attacking football By Rangers at times And you're thinking This is really impressive Bit more of that in the second half Rangers And you talk about being brave About marking at set plays And doing the right things You need to be brave To get on the ball Rangers did not do enough In that second half To justify And what it did It invited uh, Motherwell To get ahead of steam up They played a particular way And Stephen Gerrard's right Because at the end of the game They had Curtis Main, Connor Salmon Bowman Aldred McHugh And Hartley The goalscorer So there comes a point where you're a wee bit outnumbered In terms of height uh-huh. And because of uh, Big Romana's delivery Which is fantastic And at it pace It's not It's not as if it stood up You can go and attack it It's whipped right in And it then becomes A bit of a A bit of an issue Um. So But The disappointing thing for Rangers That's twice In three games here The dying seconds of the game They've not managed to see it out mm. And that'll be the most frustrating thing For Stephen Gerrard Because When you're playing at a big club There will be times when Teams are actually Pressing and knocking on the door And you have to see that out And but-
1: Hugh we've already mentioned Dedrick Boyata It was a double For peak Scottish yes. footballism At the weekend With Peter Hartley Of all people After the week he's had Popping up with the equaliser
2: Well he's taken some amount of stick I've given him plenty myself His remarks were stupid But uh What a way to end his day When it happened to Rangers at Potaudry I described it as a mugging And I believe that was an accurate description Because Aberdeen were overpowered by Rangers The whole day long Got one shot on target And it resulted in a one-all draw I don't say the same about Motherwell against Rangers Because Motherwell clearly had uh, a real go at Rangers If they scored off Rangers mistakes So what? That's allowed uh, so I don't think that was a mugging mm. Motherwell
1: Put enough into the 90 minutes To think that they deserve something James is a Motherwell fan From Cumbernauld. Hi James Hi guys, how you doing? Not bad What's your point tonight James?
8: Yeah, before I make my main point Duncan Just want to say Obviously I congratulate the players I thought we were outstanding um, Yesterday mm-hmm. And I thought we were unlucky Not to win the match I've wanted to battered Rangers For the full 45 minutes The second half um, However My main point is don't know if you've noticed The McGregor situation Yes him down on Hartley Now that is Absolutely Shocking Now I remember DJ Bringing up Hartley's situation And saying that he should be suspended I wonder if it would be the same remarks To McGregor He has deliberately went to hurt a player He should have fell straight on But he fell to the right He's not Hartley Kneed him And then elbowed him Just what you see What your thoughts on that All right,
2: You have two people here Alec and myself Alec was at the game I've only seen TV highlights. On the TV highlights, it looks naughty to me. See, see the 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 highlights. It's almost
3: as if Hartley's going towards McGregor and he's tried to jump up in the air to avoid him getting like a tin, like a uh, bowling, getting knocked out. And on the way down, he's caught him. Now, what James is alluding to here is that he actually meant it.
1: So, well, do you disagree with that? What do you think? Do you think he meant it or not?
3: Well, actually, if he meant it and he actually, he could actually have left a lot more on him. That's what I'm saying, Gordon So you
1: don't think he meant it?
3: Well, uh, 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 the bit that I saw was It was almost as if he clipped the outside of his head Is that, is that the bit that I saw? Did you, Gordon, you've you seen the incident, haven't
1: you? Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't pretend to remember Which part of his head he caught I'm not, I'm not sure, yeah, I must admit
3: I, I thought it was it was Hartley's far side As he's coming down with his both arms That other side of his body But if he wanted to lay more on him He could have,
2: he could have laid right on top of his head, Gordon You're required on this programme Always to be definitive Because James the Motherwell fan Has come on with his definitive account of what took place I am saying to James and to everyone else I have only seen TV highlights To me, it looks naughty Can I prove deliberate intent? No, I can't It looks naughty to me It's a job for the compliance officer, I assume
3: What would you make on the evidence here? Because uh, I, I was talking to Gordon prior to the show What I saw there I'm not sure Warranted as if he's actually been out To actually elbow him fill on the top of the head And see, see when he's I'm a, bit,
1: I'm a bit confused Just purely but by the way you're describing it though As if it, it, it it's somehow Okay if you elbow someone On the side of their head But not on We've the top I'm a bit I'm lost is, here
3: well, He's trying to go over the top of the player Right okay Right so he goes over the top of the player And he's, he's got to land somewhere So he's putting his arms down to get there And if he clips outside his head people are saying automatically that's intentional. That's an extremely difficult thing
8: to prove.
1: Oh, yeah, on you go, James.
8: Now, Alex, if you look at the reverse angle from behind the goals, you probably, you may have not seen that view. I've seen it on Twitter. And if you look from behind the goals, it's 100% deliberate. He moves his body to the right to land on Hartley. He's need him into the gut. And then, yes, the right is clipped his head, but he still put his elbow out. It's hundred percent deliberate. the end says it's hundred percent deliberate, and the compliance officer should suspend him for that.
1: Well, I don't. Th- the, the sort of suggestion is Hugh that there will no, there will be no action from yeah. the compliance officer. I mean, it sounds like James is unhappy with that, but there'll be well, other people like Alex who who think that that's the right outcome. Uh,
2: I'm never quite sure about these off-the-record briefings. You know, an assumption has been arrived at that there will be no action taken. Uh, If tomorrow the SFA come out and definitively say, yep, that there will be no action, we've looked at it and we don't think it merits action, then we can take it further and decide whether that's right or wrong. But I'm always surprised by these... Off the record of briefings You know You're told on a Monday night that, uh, no, no no There'll be no who, Who's
1: who's telling you this And well, why That's what
3: I was actually Kind of Let's hear a bit
1: myself. from Stephen Robinson shall we We've already heard from Stephen Gerrard uh, Let's get the thoughts of The Motherwell manager On what went on at Fur Park yesterday
9: I definitely think we deserve more To score three goals at home And not get all three points Is disappointing I don't want to dwell on Too many negatives But the, the goal that went Into the box From a throw in Cross into the box Simple one to deal with Lafferty scores, really disappointed with that, and a break from our, our corner. So they're the negatives. But other than that, I, I thought we were excellent. You know, I thought we showed some really good quality at times as well. Everyone, you know, puts our, our battling qualities and how fizzy we are, but I thought we outplayed them at times as well. You don't have eighty five percent possession in the last thirty minutes if if you're not outplaying a team. So Thoroughly deserved and slightly disappointed we didn't get all three. And your captain Peter Hartley, with the weak has been to, to score that name this it just shows his character, doesn't it, to, to put the ball back in the, the net? Yeah, well, action speaks louder than words, uh, and I prefer he'd done that than say what he did. He's apologised, he's accepted he made a mistake, and that's the way to. Do you do it on the pitch not talking off it and that,
10: that this point what, what can it do for the squad you know it seems a real, that, that, that togetherness but the fight at the end you know that celebrations as well what can that do for the squad going forward well listen you, you've
9: seen the, the boys we brought on we've got a little bit more depth in the squad people are fighting for places we're in the quarterfinals of a cup um, and people told me there's a crisis you can see by performance there's no crisis and now it's we have to build on that performance and that was a big big point for us disappointed with, with certain aspects of our defending but we'll, we'll get better and if you show that fight and desire then we've got every chance of having a decent season
2: Yeah well Again Peter Hartley As you said Gordon Peaked Scottish football But Peter Hartley Like Dedrick Boyata Did wrong Uh, If The SFA decide That Alan McGregor Has done something wrong uh, Then We can assess The merits of that decision But for me And it's the only Thing I can offer I wasn't at the match I've only
1: seen A television clip of it For me it looked Naughty On the Rangers performance yesterday, Alex There's there's so much to get through because I'll I'll try and do it bit by bit So we had a a shape change We saw Rangers play three at the back With the wing backs Which we've not really seen before We've not even mentioned the the goal scoring debut For Kyle Lafferty Scoring twice Um, And then you almost touched on it earlier We probably saw the best and the worst Of of James Tavernier Because the delivery for the goal is fantastic Everyone knows that's what he gives you going forward Um, But it was probably what he didn't do Going back the way Which would have um, Alarmed Stephen Gerrard The most
3: Yeah I th- Listen I think In the main Defensively Gordon On that right flank I thought he'd done okay But the two Set plays Are obviously the standout Which will be the talking points It was really interesting Looking at the shape Yesterday with Stephen Gerrard Because I think Up until that point It was six goals conceded In nine games Which is pretty decent here oh. When you consider Some of the opposition And then You look At the offensive ones that uh, Barisic And Tavernier with the two goals, uh, assists rather, for for the the goals. And you're thinking, the system's worked. And then you look at the overall picture of the game. And I agree with Stephen Robinson there. Some of Motherwell's play, the second half, the momentum, uh, caused Rangers all sorts of problems. The most uncomfortable I've seen, Katic and also Golson running into their channels. Now, for me, it doesn't quite suit them, that system. And it's interesting because they've got personnel which... Allows for wing backs But Not for me uh, And again The disappointing thing And I'm not trying to make excuses here I'm just throwing something Into the mix On the back of that European uh, I keep referring back To a conversation I had with John Brown After a European game Which was obviously difficult Get back home And get a 1-0 win That wow. was the philosophy Of that nine in a row team And John in particular And he says It's always difficult I'm not sure whether That that European game May well had a bearing
1: Grant is a Rangers fan From the Netherlands What did you make of the game Yesterday Grant?
3: Uh, I think First
11: half NTN stuff From both teams uh, As the second half You know Turned up uh, Rangers Started to go deeper And deeper And deeper Into their own half Which I was A bit surprised with uh, Surprised with the Change of shape And change, you know, change of formation You know The, the you know free the back With the two wing backs uh, Yeah I think that's, That was up I think that upsetted the the defence. I think, you know, you've seen from golden yes, it was probably his worst performance in the Rangers jersey. Katic was probably, you know, holding the line by himself uh, a lot of the time because golden just looked out of place. Uh, I think as the game got on, it reminded me more of the Celtic and Hearts game this season. Uh, about a, a lot of anti-football from the other team. Uh, you know, bringing men down, slowing the game down. Uh, and I, th- I think Rangers deserve some praise for trying to, Keep the game going You know, keeping possession Actually still playing nice passes Not just pumping the ball forward My only negative was Obviously the defensive side of things In the last, you know uh, You know, losing a goal In the next minute Is always going to be upsetting uh, But we sat in too deep And we got what we We got what we deserved uh, In the end, I think I think a point You know, the amount of times Mother will pump the ball Into the box near the end Someone was going to make a mistake And unfortunately It was doomed you know, Tavernier. Uh, but I think Overall Stevie Gerrard Will Take from this You know What What we all know is we, You know That formation Didn't work yet Maybe it's something That we has to tinker with more But You know I don't Think it's any mean, mean to panic I think Stevie Gerrard Is still learning You know About this league Grant, uh, What teams can all
3: Yeah Grant I was just wondering yeah. Did you know that you, you touched on a really Important point there That I think a lot of people Have missed uh, I agree with most Of your assessment But From a Motherwell Point of view that got them a lot of success last year. Yeah, you know, they got to two cup finals pertaining playing in a particular style. So, I'm oh, not I'm not going crit- <laughs> to
11: I'm, I'm I'm not going to criticize it. If, you know, uh, for example, a couple of weeks ago I was che- I was uh, all I was over the moon with the Hearts performance against Celtic.
3: Yeah. You know, I was Yeah, well, that's, that's, Rangers have to find a way grant to to do that. Now, see the the most disappointing thing for me, if you can remember the dang seconds prior to Motherwell scoring, Rangers cleared the ball 25 yards into the Motherwell half. And what they didn't do particularly well there was They didn't get their midfield up another 20 yards And their defence up So ultimately when the ball got pumped back into the box 18 yard box Which resulted in the corner They didn't have a high enough line Whereas if they were competing 40 yards for goal The likelihood is they wouldn't have conceded a corner And for me that's something they have to learn Because it's these small margins And you need leaders In the middle of the park And defensively say Push up The ball travelled about 40-50 yards And the defence never moved a jaw And ultimately That's what's cost them So if you can stop it at its source They may well help them In the future
1: We're running a bit tight For time Amber's already Chapping this door Waiting to do the travel So we better do that And then we'll take more Of your calls
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to thompsons.com
1: Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Keep your calls coming We've been discussing Dedrick Boyata The banner and the winning goal Against Hamilton Akees We've also been looking at Rangers trip to Motherwell yesterday And all that went along With that 3-0 draw as well So keep the calls coming You can tweet us At Clyde SSB as well Just another bit of news Alex coming out This um, This afternoon Is um, the potential signing for Rangers of Eros Gresda This uh, Albanian international winger He's an Ossieck player Much like like Barisic was having said that The Rangers fans didn't get to see him against Ossieck Because he's been injured So it looks like a fee of somewhere in the region of £2 million Mm -hmm. Your thoughts?
3: Well listen I think when uh, Jamie Murphy got that injury uh, Last week Gordon I think it was inevitable the Rangers would have to replace him in some way Because on the wider areas They have Candias uh, Kent Young Middleton And if they lost one of them Then they're really short In that department I think throughout The, the rest of the team uh, Other than the centre half They have cover In every other position So it doesn't surprise me I don't know a great deal About them, Um But if they're t- paying About £2 million As you, sh- you suggest Then you would Maybe think it was half decent
2: Yeah
1: well His name's Eros You better hope He's not statuesque though. <laughs> <laughs> have you been? Have you been waiting all night to unleash that one? It's yeah. nearly <laughs> ten to seven. Just a wee while. I liked it. That's fine. Um, but generally, Hugh, we've got what we got. A few days left of the window. It closes on Friday. Um, Stephen Gerrard even said after the game yesterday, his priority very much was still a. A central defender I don't know if you saw this um, Internet rumour If you can call it that About Ryan Gold As well over the weekend He was was asked to To Rangers Um, Stephen Gerrard was asked Asked about it And and denied So still work to be done
2: Again You'd have to say If uh, Eros Gresda Does sign for Rangers uh, They've reacted very very quickly Jamie Murphy Suffers a, a terrible injury And Rangers have reacted Very quickly And once again The money Is there ready available uh, and I would expect the player to be uh, holding a ranger scarf above his head tomorrow at some point and having the, the press photographs taken the Celtic supporters will be looking at their club Brendan Rogers having said he wanted three or four players in by Friday they've got a game on Thursday so time's running out and the uh, Celtic's need for players in certain areas of the side is
1: blatantly obvious
3: yeah, I was just going to say if they if they signed this lad, would he be available for Thursday night, Gordon?
1: Mm, no, there's or, a question. Or if oh, was it. signed in time for the yeah. first leg, I'm, a, I'm not sure if you can still add one for the second leg. Let me let me double check that one for you. But he's been injured league. anyway, as well, though, hasn't he? So, yeah. regardless of of registration. He hasn't played yet this season so Yeah
3: but I have to say Kyle Lafferty only had one start For, for Rangers yeah, and but Straight of the team
1: Yeah but he's played all through The League Cup for Hearts He played the game against yeah. Celtic Scored I mean he was up to speed You know you'd have to imagine Gres does not He's not played at all this season Yeah well maybe may well be a bit short uh, Peter's in Postle Park It's almost like uh, one of those uh, Tongue twisters isn't it we got there Peter What's your point tonight?
12: Uh, it's obviously gone Regarding yeah, I hanging they the banner And I mm-hmm. uh, think <coughs> obviously should be Obviously as a Celtic fan of team takeholder, yeah, I'm going to be behind and put on the Celtic jersey. It's not going to do the player any good to Boom or his team teammates to a certain degree. But also the circumstances put on beforehand, like I like the last quarter of games a I was down to other listeners that whether you know, the first full story. Me personally shouldn't have wore a Celtic jersey again, but I think yesterday with a needs nice, nice this sort of thing I think short a shorter centre backs possibly. But if one's long as a big man he's a hundred percent when his own on then fair enough, I'll i know boom. But I just I'm disillusioned actually with my club's lack of in the transfer market. I think it's slightly uh, baffling considering uh, the financial state of the club I and mean, their good health. It's no not spending going to go going and spend twenty thirty million pounds on four or five players, but uh doesn't really I think uh, Lack like of ambition Lack like of uh, Vision for the club
2: Well you, your attitude Towards Dedrick Boyata Is Contradictory Peter If you don't mind me saying so On one hand you say that You should never play For the club again But on the other hand You say you're You're behind every player Who wears a Celtic jersey So There's a contradiction there But uh, Okay Hugh
12: okay, so Maybe there's a slight Contradiction but You know yourself you Even under like Sir Martin O'Neill Gordon Stratton Big Billy I suppose they're down tools for them They wouldn't have been there But unfortunately We've seen in the last Four or five uh, The games leading up to Yesterday The defenders on the Up to the job just now Young boy Henry's Getting a tour of time now that's why he was Lance Bout Don't know If he was injured Semenovic Don't know type no, up an injury midweek So see,
2: the, the only man it, who, The
12: only... The only fact that eh, It's just the fact you know, That you've put yourself In the club In a position The way the supporters feel about it, see. So they were all kept
2: hush-hush behind closed doors. Uh, I. <sighs> nothing nothing stays behind closed doors now. Uh Listen, it, it, the only man who matters here is Brendan Rogers. And if Brendan Rogers feels that Dedrick Boyata has been suitably contrite, given that he did not turn out for Celtic when he could have done, if Brendan Rogers can... Handle that and put Boyata back into the side Then that is the end of the matter Unless Celtic get a wonderful offer for him By Friday's transfer deadline And you brought up, Peter, the subject of the the deadline And the the players that need to come in As I say, the the, the areas of the side that need strengthening Are blatantly obvious to everyone who watches Celtic play Uh, And so... Uh, You and the other supporters will be looking at what happens between now and Friday Because as I say, if Rangers isolate a problem I.e. Jamie Murphy They go out very quickly and sort it and pay for it
1: Um, Alex, I I can understand why fans would say Well, this doesn't matter Because you know no one's bigger than the club and all that side of thing But you've been quite consistent on Boyata in the Mm -hmm. last few weeks In terms of, you feel, he is Celtic's best defender uh, but be a central defender yep. certainly um, By a bit of a distance So you can certainly see why You know Brendan Rodgers wants him back in there
3: There's no two ways about it The fact that he has put him back in Gordon On the back of what's going on Tells you everything you need to know um, The boy is clearly uh, If you look at the last couple of years He has a rick there's, there's no two ways about it But for me he has power Aerially very good in both boxes And he does a decent job And when you look at what's going on Around him at the moment In that area it's a no-brainer for Celtic that it's, it, it, I've, I've, I've actually defended this boy To some degree as well, Gordon Because I'm not sure we actually know the full we, We're saying that he's, he's let his teammates down And so forth But again What was these promises that were they, when they made?
1: Blair is a Mullerwell fan in Denison Hi, Blair How you doing, guys? Um, um I was actually
13: just thought, I was wondering about There's a couple of points that were touched on About the game um, I think it was one about the, the formation I think Rangers played I think I think it's only really, really touched on. I think maybe Gerard's probably done that to match our formation as a mark of because obviously he's never really played 3-5-2 in any of the games that's played so far. So I think he's done it tactically to match us. And I think, obviously, I think with the weather the conditions and obviously how good the pitch was, obviously some of the, obviously, it's based on a lot of mistakes. It was a cracking game and there was a lot of mistakes made and obviously you make mistakes you're going to get points for them and I think that's what happened to both teams. But it was still a, it's probably one of the best games first half I've seen in any game, like uh, any week and anywhere, because it was just high competitive. Obviously, really but Obviously, was I a mean, very physical, demanding team. Obviously, been battled plenty of strengths. And then obviously, second half it kind of slowed down a little bit. Mm. I think Rangers kind of maybe I felt maybe um, from where I see, it, I think maybe be a bit tiring probably because obviously maybe Thursday, because obviously Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Thursday, Sunday. It's going to take its toll. I think Mo kind of took advantage of that. I think in the second half, so obviously just just up the ante, just did what we were actually do. just pumped the ball in the box, and I did tell my friends, who are Rangers fans, who I was watching the game with, that we will, uh, obviously, that's, we'll keep doing that, and we'll, we'll find, we'll get the goal eventually, and,
1: Blair, I saw Alec Ray's eyes light up That there was a, a fellow Denison native on the line So it feels only, only right that <laughs> the, you answer Blair's points there, Alex
3: Yeah, but listen, it's, it was really interesting going to the back three yesterday and
1: do, you, do you think that was to, to match up Motherwell? Because no, Motherwell are, are one of the sides that are sort of well known for doing it No, in this I'd, league.
3: I'd, I didn't think it was that, Gordon I, I, I think Stephen Gerrard's got a dilemma You know, you look at John Flanagan when he's come in Either left back, right back, he's been very good He's got two wing backs for me at this level He's got Beresich on the on the left hand side and Tavernier on the right hand side, and I felt as if he he felt that would have helped his shape and allow him to get guys shoehorn in. But also, what it did was it allowed him to play with the two up through the middle with Lafferty and Morelos. You know, uh, I'm not I'm not sure it'll mm. go that way in the next couple of games.
0: With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday.
1: Thank you to Blair in Dennison. We're going to take a look at the latest Scotland squad. Alex McLeish has announced his group today. It's something which guarantees to divide opinion Whether it's who should be in it, who shouldn't be in it I know you've got something to say on it So get your thoughts on Alex McLeish's Scotland squad After we play Beat the Pundit Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are both standing by If you want to take them on tonight Show off your football knowledge and potentially win a signed ball Well right now is your chance to phone 0141 951 1025 You've only got until the news at 7 o'clock So you better be quick to play tonight's Beat the Pundit
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to com. Duke
1: Evans and Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard It's a Scotland squad day One mm. of the Well in fact Every day in Scottish football Is guaranteed to split opinion But the, the Scotland squad getting announced Seems to have a have everyone going in terms of who should have been in it that isn't, and why is this guy been picked and why is this guy not been picked? Well, you're going to have the chance to have your say, and we will hear from Alex McLeish right after we do this.
0: Beat the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday.
1: It is time for tonight's Beat the Pundit. Before we hear from Alex McLeish and before you get your calls into us on the Scotland squad, let's see what's happening on. The quiz tonight Stuart is from Kirk and Tillich How are you tonight Stuart? Yeah fine thanks <laughs> Yeah good stuff Fancy your chances?
12: Um, I think if I get one or two correct I'll be doing well oh, <sighs>
3: Stuart, fighting I'm t-
1: Stuart I'm having a nightmare mate You want me tonight <laughs> <laughs> Well to be fair If you if Alex Ray's on the same form As he was last Monday night Stuart uh-huh. Let's just say you, you'll be fine You'll but, be favourite but, but I, I, can't, I can't guarantee it So uh, let's toss the coin Heads it's going to be Heads it's going to be Hugh Tails it's going to be <laughs> Alex <laughs> Let's see how we get on And it is Tails It's Alex Ray Up against Stuart let's From no. Kirk and Tillock On Beat the Pundit So let's uh, give Alex Some Clyde his Here So that he can't hear us And we'll get the clock Up and running Right Stuart You've got 30 seconds Head to head Remember you can pass Here's your chance To Beat the Pundit You ready?
6: Yes Ready
1: Ready oh. Who scored Celtic's winner In yesterday's win Against Hamilton? Oyata Which country will host This season's Europa League final? Uh, who's Bill. the captain of Motherwell? Uh,
11: Hagerty,
6: Hagerty, uh.
1: Who are the current champions of Belgium?
6: Champions of Belgium
1: uh... Who's the longest serving Scottish Premiership manager? Um, Pass. Which former Rangers midfielder is the current head coach of AC Milan? So. Okay Alex Ray, can you hear me? Yes You can, right Same set of questions to you 30 seconds You know how this works Let's do it Who scored Celtic's winner In yesterday's win against Hamilton? Boyata Which country will host This season's Europa League final? France Who's the captain of Motherwell? Hartley Who are the current champions of Belgium? like. Who's the longest serving Scottish Premiership manager? Which former Rangers midfielder Is the current head coach Of AC Milan Gattuso And which English Premier League side Play their home matches At Vicarage Road Walford Okay
3: Bit better than eight Gordon
1: Bit better Uh, Stuart how do you How do you think that went You fancy your chances Nah I think he's beat me a bit too I think he's picked you Right let's go through them Who scored Celtic's winner That's an easy one to get us up and running It was of course Dedrick Boyata You both got that correct one all After the first question Which country will host This season's Europa League final You both got it wrong Hugh Evans. Care to shed any light Is it Spain It's Azerbaijan Oh What a question Just Just Next to Spain and over a few thousand miles yeah. um, So one all After the first question Who's the captain Of Mullerwell Stuart If I could give points For effort I would But you, you were going Haggerty uh, H- you, you were along The right lines Hartley, But it know. is Peter Hartley So Alex Ray Moves into a 2-1 lead Alex Ray You of course Spent a bit of time In Belgium Good yep. to see you're still Keeping up with Absolutely. what's happening Because uh, Club Bruges Are the champions uh, And not Anderlecht So there we go And you know what You just winked at me there As well as if Yeah I know I know I got that right Anderlecht <laughs> it's, uh, it's Club Bruges <laughs> Unbelievable Uh, Anyway But Stuart said Anderlecht as well So still 2-1 to Alex Ray It then went 3-1 Because you were right Derek McInnes Is the longest serving Manager in the Scottish Premiership Um, 3-1 to Alex Ray On to the next question Gattuso Is the head coach Of AC Milan 4-2 Because you both Got it right And just to Put a bit of gloss On the end Vicarage Road The home of Watford So it's a 5 For Alex And a 2 for you Stuart Hardline's Unlucky Paul yeah,
6: yeah well
3: done Ale <laughs> Ah thanks Stuart
1: Good man Do you know what I needed that but You because you, uh, you needed to recover yeah. To be fair
3: I Scored a few at the yeah. Road Over the years Well
1: exactly Local knowledge Just like the Belgium The <laughs> Belgium question in there um, And uh, to be fair to Stuart Hugh He came on and said If I get one or two I'll be happy And he got two So he goes off a happy man No sign ball But he's a happy man You got a prediction rate More than I do That is very true Very true indeed um, We should actually just start a, a section on a Monday night Where we re- revisit your predictions yeah. From the weekend one day my time will come I think so What was it I'm trying to think What one stuck out for me This weekend Motherwell simply Did no, not it, have the players To match Rangers H- I yes, think was so one Hibs
3: uh, Aberdeen uh, No goals
1: No 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 No, no, no was no. It St Mirren St Mirren Yeah against, sorry mm. Against Libby Right 014 014- Only two out <laughs> 01419511025 Give me your thoughts please On the Scotland squad It was announced today Alex McLeish's latest Band of international players I know you're going to agree with some And you're certainly going to disagree with others So why not tell us 01419511025 He says It could be the beginning of a new era As he names a youthful squad For a friendly against Belgium And that Nations League opener Against Albania John Souter is the only uncapped player In the 24-man squad And MacLeish says The players picked have the potential To excite the fans For many years to come it's
10: very tricky to select because there's been a lot of guys on on good form. You know, one one or two really caught the eye. But it's quite it's quite a young squad. You know, it's, it does seem kind of like a new era. But I won't be disregarding anybody who's worn the jersey before either. Uh, we we have this young squad for this double header, and we look forward to. It. Yeah, it's about trying to find the right blend as well as. Trying to get a winning team and get a winning formula, and that's you know something that has eluded us for a number of years in terms of qualification. So I, I guess we have to look for a, a dynamic in terms of other players contributing with goals, uh, set pieces, whatever, and um, you know wide players getting into, into uh, positions. Johnny Russell, for instance, in the South American trip. Uh, look, look very interesting in terms of his his um, ability to get into the box, but we have Lee Griffiths, who's a born goal scorer. and um, Lee, when he was at his peak of fitness, as we all know, scored those two goals against England, albeit free kicks. But he's clever and he brings something extra to the squad. I think if you look at the names, the, then obviously there's there's some players that are not in the squad that people might say why is he not in it why is this one not in it I think that if you look at the the players the, the teams that they're playing at the, the experience they're getting then it's quite a consistent bunch of players and I, I really do feel that the, the the young players can make a real impact for the national team
1: Right, come on then What do you make of the Scotland squad? Are you happy? Are you unhappy? Who should be in it? Who's not there? 01419511025 20 years on from
2: qualification For the World Cup Finals in France We are where we are The house needs rebuilt again We've sent for Eck the Builder <laughs> And he has given us a, a squad That's got two very experienced And very good goalkeepers In Craig Gordon and Alan McGregor We've got two outstanding players in defence and Andrew Robertson and Kieran Tierney Midfield is the strongest area of all. Stuart Armstrong, Tom Kearney, Fulham going well, John McGinn pulling up trees at Aston Villa, Callum McGregor. Uh but up front, Lee Giffis has got four goals, the Scotland player. Uh and I look at the entire squad, there are two hundred and fifty nine caps within that squad. And for all of those two hundred and fifty nine caps, there are ten goals so far in the squad. So it's a problem for us Up front
1: Would that be the main Sort of area For concern if you like It would be nice to start On a, on a more positive But Is that yeah. the main area That, that we need to, to, to Try and get something from Would be the forward line Alex
3: Yeah absolutely you, Obviously Lee Griffiths Is the, the, the man With four goals To date uh, Ollie McBurney Is doing quite well Down in England It looks a handful Is he Going to get goals At international level Would be difficult Matt Phillips has played there also But I worked with Matt At Blackpool He ain't An out-and-out striker to give you a a man who may well hold the ball up. And then you have Johnny Russell who's doing relatively well over in the the MLS. It is is a concern, definitely, because whatever level of football you play at, if you cannot score goals, I get it that set plays are becoming ever important as as always. Um, Going back to the defensive area, you know, we're still a bit light there, really. You know, you've got uh, Jack Henry, Charlie McGrew is getting on a bit as well. Young John Sutter May well get an opportunity To shine um, And if it's against Belgium That will be a proper test Because they've got Pure quality throughout And I agree with you. If you look at the middle of the park We've got some really Exciting players in there You know I, I, I like the boys at Fulham Kearney Kevin McDonald, John McGuin's Going back down to England uh, you, you have Callum Patterson Stuart Armstrong Didn't play at the weekend He only got A, a cameo role So I don't think there's too much out with that You may be an argument for Maybe Snodgrass Richie at Newcastle um, And then obviously the boy MacArthur Has decided that his back's not Up to speed at the moment To to compete at international level So I don't think there's many more options out there That Big Alec may well have gone for
1: I think one thing maybe Hugh That's been overlooked a little bit Is just how important this Albania game is Because the, the Nations League is a new concept um, for some it's quite a confusing concept as well In fact for most it's a confusing concept But the yeah. bottom line is It is a proper UEFA competition Which gives us a greater chance Of getting to the next Euro So it's it's, it's, a, it's vitally important That these are not meaningless friendlies here No, no The, the, the friendly sets the tone Scotland against Belgium Belgium who had a fantastic
2: World Cup Uh, Roberto Martinez will not want that reputation tarnished By coming over here and losing against a country Who haven't been in a major final for 20 years So that sets the tone And the players that Alec has picked Have to set the bar at a high Mm. level against Belgium Or as best they can And take that into the Albanian game Long gone are the days when you thought Oh Albania, you know uh, It's the land that time forgot No, not anymore so we need to be careful, as I say. I know that Alec has a very, very hard job in his hands, and he he's chosen the players who, early in the season, very, very early in the season, have impressed him most. That you can argue over Ryan Jack of Rangers should he have been at the expense of Scott McTominay, for example, who's who's only had about fourteen minutes.
1: Can you see my computer screen from there? No That was the next tweet I was going to read out You've just stole poor Graham McGraw's thunder He says Why pick McTominay just because he sits on the bench for United? Ryan Jack has had a very good start for Rangers And is playing every game Stop picking players by the reputation of the club they play for
2: And this is the job that all managers Whether they're club or international managers Have on their hands Because Alec, as you well know You can't satisfy all of the people all of the time By the the selections that you make
3: I've been really impressed by Ryan Jack uh, this season uh, he obviously the a stuttering time last year uh, He's impressed me from a point of view That he's actually driving more from the middle of the park He's playing more incisive passes Whereas last year I felt as if it was a bit too safe for me uh, And he then recognises the defensive side of things He breaks things up And he's got a, a, a good bit of power about him So he'll be disappointed that he's not made this squad I'm sure of that Because for me he's probably one of the midfielders That have shown uh, the, the earlier part of this season in Scotland
1: um, Stephen Ray Is on he says The Leeds captain And leader Cooper Liam Cooper Is better is a better centre back Than any of them Called up he says So like like always the, the, There's always going to be These one or two guys That the people really think Are, are worth a call up Alex But I mean w- When you you look at some Of the other emissions Guys we've seen before From memory here Robert Snodgrass Played against Arsenal At the weekend uh, yeah. Matt Ritchie Played against Chelsea So there are guys there Performing at a a, you know a, a tough level Who who aren't in the squad either
3: Yeah absolutely the, 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 Listen there's going to be Ones that stand out uh, Gordon and, and he's right The boy Cooper's having a brilliant start to the season uh, At Leeds You've got Hutchison who Last year Your mate from
1: uh, No we've had this before He's English Don't oh, forget Oh sorry that. my mistake uh, Anyway You were talking Millwall there weren't you Yeah oh. Carry on Carry on <laughs> But no there's always going to be one that, that, That's that's just the nature of an international squad Hugh Kevins. Um yeah. I mean I've seen people like You mentioned Ryan Jack Graham Shinney's still in there I know people um, Particularly Aberdeen fans Have wanted to see him in for a while He, You know The manager keeping with him at the moment I think there's a concern at
2: centre back uh, We ha- are fortunate Or unfortunate To have two magnificent full backs In Robertson and uh, Tierney But light at centre back uh, Midfield will take care of itself Drastic shortage of
1: Natural goal scorers David's on Twitter He says Shankland That's all he says uh, One word I think Some...
3: Shanks has got A wee bit to go Before he gets to I'll that level I'll tell you level. what The form he's on though Well you take Dobie <laughs> If that was the case It's
1: true you know, he's, he's, he's got more <laughs> yeah. Rory, Rory McAllister Well, we're at it <laughs> um, We're on We've got a few tweets Coming in about this uh, Reagan says On the Scotland squad I'm always happy To give youth a chance But I must say I expected players Like Morrison and Fletcher To come back And bring experience But happy Shinney and Russell Are finally getting a chance uh, the suitor has an Aussie granny. Comments have worked. This well, is uh, Craig Levine last y- week, of course. Y- here, yeah, you 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 think Craig has hardly
2: <laughs> uttered the words, and John Suter is at the Scotland squad. But I uh, I just assumed
1: that uh, Alec wants to see what he is capable of at that level. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Frank is in Springburn. What's your point tonight, Frank?
14: Yeah, well, I like to talk about Celtic's performance. Just, I was at the game. Um, of everybody else, I was I was disappointed. I was surprised that uh, Boyata was playing, but uh, needs must, and with uh, nobody else, uh, and he also has to be, he happens to be our best player, so but our best defender. So and it done it done quite well. It wasn't really tested because apart from the first minute as you says Hammond had a shot, and then they just sat back the whole game. But it, uh, people are saying Celtic cruised the game, they didn't. They snoozed the game. They need to wake up. They will just pass, pass, pass. And the, 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 the attitude that they would get a goal eventually, they need to wake up and start playing better. And as for uh, Friday, uh, if Bayata is sold on Friday and not a, a single player comes in, if he's not replaced, uh, are we losing Sunday? Then I think Lawwell oh, and the, the Hermit will need to hide in the big uh, bank vault that go the parking
3: Frank, I don't think that'll happen. Brendan Rodgers has stipulated He will not Boyata will not be sold In this window If they do not have a suitable replacement Of that quality He's already He's stated it on that And if he did That then puts the board In an unbelievable position
1: With the manager And Celtic didn't cruise the game They snoozed the game That's a line that you would have been proud of Did Uh, you you give that to Frank before the show? And, And Frank's absolutely correct Because
2: Um, But for the noise that the Green Brigade make The the stadium would have been Very, very, very quiet And uh, every now and then you could hear That old refrain coming from the (laughs) crowd Get up the park Uh, So, you know, the the, the
1: supporters That was just you and your grandson
2: (laughs) The supporters are, like Frank uh, Are watching Celtic pass it sideways In their own half of the field Uh, And then eventually a supporter cracks And said, come on, any chance of crossing The halfway line here and see what can be done so it was uh, a performance that was underwhelming and that's why I go back to the point the Rangers game is uh, actually a favour to Celtic because if it inspires the Forests and the, the Griffiths and the Dembellis and the Rogic and the Sham and so on to do what they have been capable of doing for the last two seasons then it will have done Brendan mm. Rogers a favour but they, 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 they are at the moment... A side who have had Six great trophy wins But don't look as if They're progressing at the moment
1: Thanks to Frank in Springburn It was another exciting weekend Dramatic weekend of Scottish football And the Scotland squad announced today as well So why not get in touch with your thoughts 01419511025 You can tweet us at Clyde SSB And we're going to launch the full time teaser next
0: Slide 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results Every week Talk to thompsons.com
1: Hugh Evans and Alex Ray Are here And it's time for them To go about the full time mm-hmm. teaser This is when we Get the questions sent in by you We give them to the pundits And we give them until the end of the show To try and come up with the answers So tonight's thank you Goes to Jamie Walker Not not that, that one, one. No, yeah. no, not him. Uh, the other, Jamie Walker from Cambus Nathan. This one, he sent the question in, and he says, "Can you name seven ex-old firm players who have had more than one spell at Motherwell since 1975?" It's quite topical. Davey Cooper, this one, Bobby Russell. So, seven ex-old firm players who've had more than one spell at Motherwell since 1975. So, not David Cooper. Been a battle with Weiss, in other words, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just trying to say, or, think. or more. We might have started yeah. or, or... No, um, Phil O'Donnell, yes,
3: Steve McManus,
1: no. You've only got seven that's, that's Brian uh, McClure, yes.
3: Good shout, Chuck.
1: Any more off the top of your head before I give you some serious thinking time? Um, no, McDonald. Scott McDonald. Scott McDonald. Yes, yes. You're flying was, much. That's three of the seven um, They're all Celtic obviously So you've still yeah, Got I'm a couple of Rangers to get over to um, So we're looking for And you can play along I'm not going to read them out I definitely don't want to help these two But you can play along on Twitter At Clyde SSB Looking for seven Ex-Old Firm players Who've had more than one spell at Motherwell Since 1975 We've got Scott McDonald, Brian McClare And Phil O'Donnell so far Tommy ga- McLean No the guys have got about 25 minutes to go, come up with the up rest No The guys have got about 25 minutes to come up with the rest of the answers Um, I don't really want to turn every Monday night show into like a, a ref watch segment If I can help it wow. But sometimes wow. you just can't help it Let's hear from one of the men who was aggrieved at the
15: weekend Derek McInnes For me the biggest talking point of the whole game is the penalty kick you know I I think Paul Hanlon's already been booked it's a genuine attempt for the ball the referee's in such a brilliant position so you credit him for that getting up with the speed of play but uh, dear me how on earth he doesn't give that penalty I've watched it it. back I just um, it's there's no way Paul Hanlon touches the ball or he just comes through and takes young Lewis down that is such a pivotal moment because it should be a yellow card and a penalty kick and uh, two yellows make the red, and you know, to come and play that type of uh, coming away from home at such a tough venue it would have been a, a huge short arm for us at that stage, and and uh, it was a wrong decision. Spoken to the referee? It did no, I, so no, I didn't. No. you planted? No, no, no. So these
12: big,
15: as you say, it's such a big decision. Though. No, every team gets the, the, you know bad decisions, you know, or whatever, but you no, know, that's for me. I don't know how you see it. I've just he must. If, I, if he sees what I've seen on the laptop again, there, it's, I, I'm scratching my head to see how he can't kind of give a penalty there. Whether it's just still well in the game first half, whatever, I don't know. Um, but their um, the jobs to take responsibility for those big decisions and ain't ever there.
2: Not been a great weekend for the profession. Uh, Andrew Dallas was in the wrong. Derek McInnes is quite right to be incensed. Marnock have tonight lodged uh, an appeal against the, the red card shown to their player at the weekend uh, and you also had Steve Clark, the Commandant manager saying that it, not only would they appeal they'd win the appeal uh, so
1: he was confident enough to uh, announce the appeal and the verdict at the same time uh, Alex this is funny when, when we discuss these things because Hugh looks at it from the the, the, the old newspaper head You've still got that footballer in you It doesn't matter yes. what the team is You get visibly angry when a bad refereeing decision <laughs> is made um, And the what the, the one Lewis Ferguson goes down in the box yeah. The referee then gives a a, a goal kick I think yes. I'm right in and saying Andrew Dallas Derek McInnes wasn't impressed and neither were you Listen when
3: you look at the, the way it was going the, the defender tries to sweep the ball to, to kind of try and tackle And divert the ball away to the The shy line towards the linesman And Ferguson toe pokes the ball clearly Uh, And he was in a very good position Andrew Dallas But it wasn't just Andrew Dallas The linesman is looking directly along that line He doesn't have anywhere else to look Because it's not as if there was defenders 10 10 yards deeper And to compound it He he then gives a a goal kick I I understand Eric McInnesy's frustrations And these are the calls as a manager in Which you are actually trying to get Right, because they're not, they're not a difficult one to call, Gordon. And unfortunately, Derek's right because if he'd have got a second yellow, it would have resulted in a red. So they would have benefited from from both uh, the penalty and a, a man getting sent off. So uh, very in saying that, there was also one earlier on in the game as well. On I Martin think, Boyle, what was your view of that one? I thought there was enough contact to warrant a penalty. Uh, obviously, the referee didn't see it. I've seen them given. And I think that would have been down to the interpretation. Some referees would have given it, and we may have been sitting mm. here going, "Is there enough contact?" But there was most certainly enough force to to say that it could have been a penalty, also.
1: And the second item on tonight's Ref Watch comes ah. from Twitter. It comes from a tweet, uh, a Twitter account, Hugh, which is a uh, mold master after <laughs> the thigh. Says, oh I remember those Mold master <laughs> off the thigh. He says He was only too
3: bad Gordon It was other parts of the body It was a bit more painful
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on uh, Thoughts on columns red card decision At the Kelly Hearts game At the weekend Baffled me Seemed very harsh This is the Gary Dicker red yes. card Comarnock are appealing it What well, do we think? Uh, as I say
2: Stevie Clark was so Sure of his case That he uh, Said there would be an appeal And he also gave us the verdict That the appeal would be upheld uh, And I think he's right uh, and I could well understand Gary Dicker's bewilderment when he was sent off We started day one with Alfredo Morelos getting off at uh, patodre And at the time I said to you here, I cannot see that that's a red card And that red card was rescinded as well So it's been a difficult start to the season for some referees And well, they, they always have my sympathy for one reason and one reason alone that in Scottish football Nobody believes anybody
1: Yeah, Well they're the only people That get more stick For what they do Than you Yeah, So that's why you You sort Sympathize. of you feel that sympathy <laughs> with them I should <laughs> have been a referee really. Can you imagine <laughs> oh, the, oh my god <laughs> um, What about that one Alex um, Yeah I guess S- Stevie Clark Sort of said And we hear this all the time Don't we Willie Collum Couldn't wait to send him off That's what he said And you, we know that some referees Have got that style Where they, they certainly look Like they can't get out The card that is They can't yes. get the card out Quick enough Um but I guess I don't know. Maybe some people in the, the refereeing fraternity will say, "But that's a good thing because they're showing that they're decisive and all the rest of it." Yeah. But I don't know. Where's the where's the line in all of this?
3: For for me, it wasn't a red card either. You you tend to get a good indication of the players in the immediate area, and the commando players all remonstrating. Now I get that players are going to try and defend. Uh, I don't think he he just flipped with the outside of his left foot. I think he lost his bearings a little bit, Dicker. And he's caught him as he's come over, and it and that's the that's the the interpretation. If he's if, if Willie Collum thinks he's gone over the ball, um, but it seems as if he rolled. It wasn't, and there was almost like a side guard. It wasn't as if it was a straight studs where he's actually been through the man. For me, it wasn't, and and, and I go back to your point there about you know he's very quick to it. He should maybe buy sell a lot better time, but Willie is very much like that. He's right on the spot. He's made the decision. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if it'll be overturned.
1: Tariq is a Rangers fan in Maryhill Hi Tariq What's your point tonight?
16: Uh, good evening panel How are we doing? Okay Good Tariq Yeah well it's basically just uh, I think uh, You know like uh, Everybody's missing the point They're talking about how Rangers dropped points But I mean, to be honest with you I, 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 I thought myself personally Motherwell were fantastic They played really well And uh I mean, uh, that's credit to their uh, manager. I mean, he's really got them. They've looked like they've improved to me from last year. I mean, they were quite good last year. They got to two cup finals, isn't it? And then, uh, you know, I was also thinking about, you know, Man City's route at the weekend, so it's not the end of the world, you know.
2: No one's suggesting uh, it's the end of the world, and no one is decrying Muddle's efforts either. I said earlier. I believe that Rangers were mugged at Petaudry when Aberdeen got the equalising goal with their only shot on target all afternoon. But Motherwell deserved to get something out of yesterday's game. So no one's decrying their efforts. It was just a little eye-opener, I think, uh, for those who thought that uh, Rangers had started the season in such impressive form
1: defensively and then discovered that they could ship three goals in one afternoon. Alex, I think... um... It was probably summed up, and this is not a very scientific way of of judging which team is dominating a game. But if you think about that second half, yeah, I, I can't really remember Trevor Carson, t- like you know, making a save or touching the ball. So Motherwell certainly gave it a yeah. a good old go in the second half, didn't it? Yeah, they?
3: absolutely. I said after the game, Gordon. I was asked my my assessment. I was doing a bit for BT yesterday, and I said at the time, Rangers did not do enough on the ball, which allowed Motherwell. And I and I get it; they may well be fat, fatigue kicking in. But Motherwell pushed out the ball And what they did is They brought on uh, Bowman and uh, Co- uh, Connor Salmon And they started to put throw balls Really forward And, and even
1: Elliot Freer come on didn't he And that allowed them to, to them get to the byline line a bit yeah, more Yeah
3: and that was that was a very good Tactical move by Steven Robinson But Going back to Rangers You can see the disappointment Or hear the disappointment With Steven Jannard Because he felt as if it was two points It was gone again If you're going to compete at the top level You need to see out the games Regardless of the pressure you're coming on Um, And I I heard Stephen Robinson saying It was 85% possession in the last 15 minutes And I was kind of baffled to
2: see Where he got the statistics face So soon after the game You know, we've got a a big game coming up next Sunday Flashes up on the television screen, does it not?
3: (laughs) Believe me, that wasn't up on the television I was watching the television screen as well But somebody may prove me
2: wrong So you've got a big game coming up next Sunday For Celtic and Rangers From the Rangers' perspective, because of what happened yesterday, all of a sudden, it's five points from nine. And they go to Celtic Park, and what if it's five points from 12? And then it just cranks up the pressure a little bit. I do understand, I fully understand, but conversely, Rangers can go to Celtic Park and win. But just in the immediate aftermath of the Peter Hartley goal, the loss of two points, it just... Switches the emphasis a little bit. Sure,
3: this has been missing though. You know, for, for the last couple of years when Rangers drop points or Celtic drop points, there hasn't really been a big emphasis. Yeah. There's more of an emphasis mm-hmm. now because people feel as if Rangers have more to offer yeah. in, a, in a championship race.
1: Tariq, as a Rangers fan, what pleased you the most? Would it be Kyle Lafferty's goals, Barisic's well, performance? What was it?
16: Well, it's fantastic that Kyle Lafferty's came back. I was actually his wedding a couple of years back. I won't go into that, but I was at his end,
1: so <laughs> Right, okay. It
16: was nice to see him coming back, and uh, I thought his uh, performance was fantastic, but I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to remember, Rangers are just gelling. Well, Gerrard's been in charge for two months, and look where we are from where we were last year. I really do think that Celtic need to start worrying, you know what I mean? And uh, let's see what happens this year, you know?
2: Well, let's see what happens on Sunday, because I think that uh, these... these uh, Four games between the two clubs will be extremely important. Mm. I know that um, people refuse to believe that it's going to be a title race and that it is a return to the old days. I'm fully well aware of that. I'm only offering you one man's opinion, and I think the four games between Celtic and Rangers will be of tremendous importance in the long run. In terms did of, did we learn?
1: Weeks? What did we learn yesterday, Alex? In terms of, or did we learn anything in terms of Kell Lafferty's? Involvement are we are we going to see him and Alfredo Morelos together more often than not or you know we're talking about the potential new signing tonight another winger how, how might that change things?
3: Gordon, what it does it gives him options. Uh, initially, when he when he came in, I'm thinking okay for the, the way that Stephen had set up his teams was a four two three one where he get two wingers, the one main striker. This gives him flexibility to flip to two now, so that gets that, and then he also can play off either flank. Laugh for eight, and he causes problems because he drifts in, as as he did for the second goal yesterday. I think it's a really important signing for Rangers, particularly where he's he's at. Now there'll be question marks over his disciplinary record over years, and he brings a bit of baggage. There's lots of players out there who have brought baggage, but they can if he can replicate the goals last year and go again. And he started off brilliantly with the the, the, the brace yesterday, so. For me going forward it's, uh, it's a really important Signing for Rangers
1: A good response To the full time teaser On Twitter We've got some clever listeners Hugh Kevins We really oh. do Billy Docherty He's got one that you're still looking for So does Ryan Easton In fact Gary Conn's in there as well uh, John Clark is one step ahead of us He says Are you going to take Mark McGee He played for Celtic And he had two spells at Motherwell As manager He's not on the list We're looking for players only
2: I'm just wondering you so, Sorry
1: let me just reread the question in, in case anyone missed it So seven ex-old firm players Who've had more than one spell At Motherwell Since 1975 So far you've got Scott McDonald, Brian McClare And Phil O'Donnell The fact that this goes back to
2: 1975 Are there old stagers in there?
1: There's Well yeah
2: Yeah
3: Did Tam McAdam play for Motherwell? Mm, he's
1: not one no. Is Victor Davidson then? No <sighs>
3: Great <Grish. laughs>
1: You Is one of these guys Who's clearly Why the Why the date of 75 Was set One of these guys Had a spell At Motherwell From 74 To 79 And then again From 84 To 85 Okay We're going to get the answers Well I hope We're going to get the answers To the full time teaser And we might just take Another look At St Mirren's Situation Buddies fans Where are you? Because we were so busy with you on Saturday night. You couldn't wait to come on and tell us how disappointed you were. Have you calmed down over the weekend, or are you still feeling as angry after that loss to Livingston? Let us know. We'll get to that next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompsons. dot com.
1: Hugh Keevens and Alex Ray are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with me, Gordon Duncan. They are. Racking their brains On the teaser That's been sent in tonight By Jamie Walker From Canvas Nathan If you've got a good question Please send it over To fulltime At Clyde1.com
3: I've got a couple here for you
1: Let me remind you of the question Seven ex-old firm players Have had more than one spell At Motherwell Since 1975 You've got Scott McDonald, Brian McClare And Phil O'Donnell
3: mm-hmm. Any more John Spencer No Nicky
2: Walker No
1: I've got a belter for you Andy well, it's Walker It's only a belter if it's right No and, oh. Gregor Stevens That is a belter Well done Yes Gregor well, Stevens Congratulations yes. That is indeed a belter I can't I can't deny that So Scott McDonald, Brian McClare, Phil O'Donnell Gregor Stevens I'll help you out Slightly You've got one more Celtic Two more Rangers To yeah, go That
3: definitely helps us Yeah
1: I thought it would <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're going to hear from Alan Stubbs A bit of a disappointing weekend For St Mirren uh, Let's hear from you St Mirren fans What's on your mind tonight Firstly let's squeeze in Ian in Greenock Hi Ian
17: Gordon, good evening uh, Good evening, Hugh uh, And good evening, Alex uh, Just a wee I, I, I want to put a wee shout-out To uh, one of my school chums uh, 45 years I've known him uh, Congratulations to Billy Kincaid And his son uh, Who's just signed um, A contract With Hibernian And a wee shout-out To my other good pal that I played football with um, Alec Gray And his son, Ewan Who's playing with the Rangers Academy And uh, I think he's under nines or something
1: ah, like Yeah good luck to both of them mate.
3: No listen that's great It's always good to see kids That's too. it
1: You've reached your shout out uh anyway, for tonight This is I not think. the GBX no. Yeah I know mate
17: I'm only kidding on you go I've not seen a lot of football this weekend uh, Gordon because I uh, was awaiting private security At the Leeds Festival um, Over the weekend So just catch some up In a couple of the games mm-hmm. Last week Last twenty minutes of the Rangers game, I got a bit of the the Celtic game. though know, before I went to went back to work, I was on night shift. What, what did day. you make of the
1: the banner? And I know you're a keen observer of all things Celtic. What well, were your thoughts on that?
17: Listen, what I'm going to say, to you, Gordon. Uh, sure, you'll agree with me. Alec, you'll agree with me. I was a footballer. I played with Rangers when I was seventeen, um, and played with the Ian Juran and Derek Thistle in the youth team. But anyway, going about the banner, ridiculous. It's downgrading As I said to you last week, Gordon um, I might have been yourself, Hugh um, Alec, you might have been on as well And I said, no player is bigger than a club um, I think Dedrick Bayata is one of the best centre-backs at, if, Not in Scotland, I'm saying But he's the best centre-back at Celtic Park um, And that is why... Uh, Brendan Rogers back in the
2: team I, I, I don't wish to be disrespectful to Dedrick Boyata or anyone else but to say you're the best defender at Celtic Park is becoming less of a claim to fame because the supporters are isolating the central defensive area as the biggest area of weakness uh, that Celtic have and they are complaining that it hasn't been addressed properly since Brendan Rodgers became manager having get that out of the way As I said at the start of the programme If you believe a man is unworthy of your team's jersey Then you are entitled to say so So long as you mind your manners And all the banner said was Boyata unfit to wear the jersey On the other side of the coin If you believe that a man in a Celtic jersey Should be supported no matter what Then I also believe in unconditional support So I see no fault on either side It's simply two shades of opinion
3: Sure do you know what's been missed In in all this These guys that we are talking about now The majority of these guys Have won a double treble Uh And they're getting battered for pillar to post I think one of the big issues That's been overlooked Is that Celtic are not firing Middle to front If you look at the last couple of years Guys going 35 goals 40 goals Sinclair I put put question marks to Sinclair tonight Where has he Uh gone? We were told at the start of the season That Sinclair was flying He's come back to pre season He's had a good rest A good summer He's posted missing You yeah. know Mikey Johnson's in In front of him as well now
1: We're a bit tight for time So I'll bid you farewell Ian and Greenock I hope you don't mind We've got a couple of things To get through What about the teaser Seven ex-old firm players Who've had more than one spell At Motherwell Since 75 McDonald we- McClare O'Donnell Stevens Did we mention Andy Walker He's not one.
2: Oh,
1: Yeah
3: that's it. <laughs> Right
1: you've got one more To get on the Celtic front So this guy went From Motherwell Yeah To Celtic in the mid 2000s, he then came back to Motherwell and played quite an important role around the time of those playoff games against Rangers. So he'd been an experienced midfield Craney. type by then. Uh, I know why you've said that, but it's not him. I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, I experienced midfield He looks like... kind of like him, sort of. That's why you said it. <laughs> You're thinking Stephen Craney, who did not play for Motherwell. Yeah, what colour of hair Stephen Craney got ginger.
3: I know that, but I'm just trying to see. Oh, uh, Pearson. Pearson.
1: Stephen Pearson. Pearson. There we go. We got oh, it. In the end. It's, do you know what's worrying about working in this show often enough is you, you can you sort of know what the guys are thinking even when they've, they've not said it. I knew he was just thinking that ginger guy. You got you got, you got the, the other one, right? So you've got all the Celtic ones. We're looking for two more former Rangers players who've had more than one spell at Motherwell. Let's quickly hear from Alan Stubbs mm. after the weekend, a 2 0 home defeat. Uh, against Livingston, we've got six days now to try and do it. It's not
14: about the players that I hear are here, you know, not doing it. Or the players that I've brought in are not doing it. It's not that's not the point. It's the point is that we need to be better as a group, whether it's the ones who are still here or the ones who have come in. You know, we we just we need to be better. Obviously, I'm disappointed and frustrated as well as the players are. You know, but we have to, you know, take stock of everything. You know, we we know we can do better. You know, and when you when you give any team two
1: goals, it's you've got a mountain to climb. Alex is a St Mirren fan from Cardonald. Your thoughts, please, Alex.
18: Well, Gordon, two minutes ago you were talking about GBX. Uh, being a St Mirren <laughs> fan just now is GB8.
1: <laughs> right, OK. <laughs> Elaborate.
18: Well, you go from the highs at the end of the season. Um, what would say, it's three games into the season. It's no time to panic. Um, uh, there's a man sitting in that studio that has been in that seat and... Um, the circumstances were different for him uh, in that this board have appointed this manager in a three-year deal and they're not going to get rid of him anytime soon. So if there's any St Martin fans out there thinking that he's going to disappear in the next few weeks, that's not going to happen. However, there is a distinct lack of leadership coming from that manager just now. When we went down on Saturday, he sat in that dugout the whole of the second match. Now, like at Lumpet, he's brought players in and he picks that team. He has to show leadership in terms of getting that team up for it. There's a lack of leadership on the pitch. The captain was fantastic last year. He does not look interested. Brian Rice standing on the touchline, screaming at him in the first half, and he ignored them. Now, we know what happens. If if you're sitting watching football, players can choose when they want to hear a manager and when they don't. But the manager has not got the leadership just now that's required to try and get the club in the right direction where he wants it to go And he's saying he's frustrated I wish he would try and sit in the stands and watch it He's sitting in a dugout But if he thinks he's frustrated He wants to try and sit where we are We have got no partner to play We have got no strategy We don't know who the best team is Who the best players are We've got guys in there that are not fit That are playing. Uh, not playing uh, We've got a guy that we spent £75,000 Which is equivalent of £3 million For Celtic Avengers Who's not even in the squad, he's now injured It's went limping to shambles Within 12 weeks Now as I say He's not going anywhere He needs to get time But he needs to get his act together soon And show some leadership at that club
2: There will come a time though uh, when Whether it's Alan Stubbs Or any other manager There comes a time when the club Have to analyse things And if they feel that there's a serious problem Then they have to act accordingly There have been two matches for St Mirren One against Dundee One against uh, Livingston that are really important to them Because those are the clubs that they are up against They beat Dundee fortuitously But they beat them nevertheless They've lost to Livingston They've got a sequence of games coming up now That are, on the face of it Unlikely to get them any points So, four or five games from now We're going to have to look at what's going on afresh uh, But
1: it's not been a great start. Thanks to Alex and Cardonald That's probably all we've got time for on the phone Sorry that was a short and not very sweet If you're a St Mirren fan But it was important You were very vocal on Saturday night's programme Let's try and round off the teaser Seven ex-Old Firm players Who've had more than one spell at Motherwell Since 1975 We've got Scott McDonald, Brian McClare Phil O'Donnell and Stephen Pearson From the Celtic side uh, From the Rangers side We've got Gregor Stevens, And you're looking for two more did we mention Bobby Russell? Yeah we did at the beginning uh, yeah. He is not one Okay so the the most recent one Of the two Is a, a sort of central midfield player Started at Rangers Went to Motherwell A couple of other clubs And then back to Motherwell A bit later on he's, a, he's actually from Motherwell As well I'm not sure if that Makes any difference to you A local lad He's a local lad To Motherwell But he did start at Rangers Central midfield player Scottish obviously um, Eric Ferguson No no So later than that So we're talking Mid 2000s Probably came through At Rangers
2: Mid 2000s Came through at Rangers Ah oh, the initials are
1: S H Stephen Hughes <laughs> Yes Stephen Hughes Well done And the last one The last one Is quite close to home For us not DL No it's not DL He oh. never had the, He never had the honour Of pulling on The Motherwell oh. jersey What's up? Your- Wishart oh, It is Wishart it's, nice. it's Fraser Wishart Did he play in <laughs> uh, Great stuff Thank you to Hugh Evans And Alex Ray For joining me Gordon Duncan On tonight's show Thanks as always Go to you Thanks for the calls The tweets And just for listening as well We can do it all over again Tomorrow night From 6 o'clock In the company Of Gordon DL And Roger Hanna Make sure you join us But in the meantime Don't go anywhere Callum Gallagher's up next With music from Rudimental Dennis Lloyd And Jonas Blue
0: one super scoreboard with thompson's personal injury solicitors great results for scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years